Up to Simon Reish Ayin Zayin's if Beis. Also, liftoyach hadelas keneged hamedure. One's not allowed to open a door near a flame that's burning. She kreivak tzas el hadelas if the flame is near the doorway. Afilu ain't sham el ruach metzuya. Even if it's only a typical wind blowing that evening. Avam hoya pasuach if the door is already open. Connected next with mutal asayigra, you could close it. And we're not worried about that you're going to be extinguishing the flame by closing the door. So Mishabur explains in Sifka and Tess, Kenegir Hamadura, Mibnei Shaharuach Hamanashev, Goyim Lahavir Hamadura Yaseh. Once again, when you're dealing with these oil candles, where you know you have sort of like a floating wick, and they used to, the, way, the way they used to do it, so if the wind pushes the, the wick more towards the oil, it will cause a, a, a greater flame. It's a that when you when the wind blows, it's going to make the flame go better. I feel right. We're not talking about a, a strong wind. A strong wind is going to put out the flame, obviously, but uh, a slight wind. Says even though if it's a regular, typical flow wind, it should remain the same. But the guys, we know the shenim would see it. But if it's a little bit of a stronger wind, not very strong, that's going to put it out. But a little bit of a, a wind that you'll feel it, so that's going to cause the, the flame to move and it'll get better. The main shamruach klal, make a din. If there's no wind at all, it's permitted. But if the wind's going right, to, the pressure of when the door goes, that that creates its own wind. So that if that's going to cause the flame to go better, that also will be considered psigresha. But you're allowed to close the door. Even though you're going to say, one second, if the if the wind was helping it, now when you close it, you're blocking that wind. So you should be extinguishing the flame because now the flame is not going to be as good. So that's because by closing the door, all you're doing is making that a wind that would like to blow can't blow. You're not stopping the wind. You're not doing anything to the wind. The wind is blowing. You're putting something in between, and that's not awesome. Siv Gimel. Now we're going to switch to the halachas of what happens. You left your candles on the table, and you would like to move your table, take off the tablecloth, move the candle tray on Shabbos. So, we begin Siv Gimel. Shochach ner al tavla. Here, we're now we're going to start to not on purpose, by mistake, you forgot... And you love candles on a tray. And now you want to use a tray. Menayas a tafla. So shake the tray. Bunayfil. And it'll go full. Afilum hu dailik. Actually, yichadim l'chabaisa. Even if they can end up going out when they fall. But as long as you don't do it in a way, I'm sure we're going to explain that they have to go out. And you don't do it in a way that they're definitely going to go out. It's permitted because it's davashen mischav. And it's not your intention. It's best to have a guy move the tray and not you. So let's see Mr. Bruce on this part first. You forgot and you left it there on top of the tray. Your day says you'd left it out on there from Friday afternoon without the intention of it staying on Shabbos. Even if you put the candles on the tray with Kavona. But, the intention was not for them to remain there on Shabbos. Then, then you forgot to take it off before Shabbos. That's also considered that you forgot it. On a tray. 
Lav dafka tray, even if it's on a holiday night, just you you put a candle on a table. Alright, let's say on a, think about it today. Like if you don't have electricity and you put on your night table in your room a candle. And now it went out and you wanna move the, the night table for whatever reason, get something from behind it. So there's no problem he's saying. If the intention was that the candle shouldn't be there on Shabbos, right? You forgot and you left it there, so you'd be allowed to shake it. If you left it there on purpose, we're gonna see later, then it's more calm. Shake off the tray. You need the tray. Even though the candle may go out when it falls, it's permitted to have a psikresha. It's not a psikresha. We hold it as long as it's not a psikresha. But that cost of meiri. If you shake the tray, the candle off from the tray slowly. The lav hachi upsekresha, because we can all agree that if you take a tray and you flip over a lit candle, it's going to go over oh, with fire, especially if it's an oil, it's going to go out. It has to be that you have a way of slipping out the tray, but the candle won't necessarily go out. If you can use a guy, that's best. And even with an oil candle, they'll be permitted. Because we spoke about it a couple times that. The Maisim Loch is Mutter. It's only a secondary Isser, which is going to be awesome because of a Psikresha. So then you're, it's permitted to allow a guy to do that. If you don't have a guy available, better use a cotton. And then back to the Mechaber. We're talking about a, a wax candle in these cases, or something like that. Or, or some type of thing where there's no oil. If you're dealing with a glass candle with oil, even when you're shaking it lightly, you're causing the, 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 the candle and the, um, I should say, the wick and the oil to get closer together. And you, 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 you cause, when you move around the wick within the oil, you, you, the flame adjusts. So, so when you do that, you're gonna, you're gonna automatically be mechiv because of mavir. Okay, we'll stop. We'll, we'll see that in a second. Let's first see the rules in the sifkant design. Even if it was an oil candle, but let's say the oil has gone out, you don't see any oil left, but it's still burning because of what's soaked into the to the wick already. If it's burning, what's soaked into the wick already? That's you're not going to have a problem of, of, of causing it to burn better. When do we say it's a psikresha? If you shake the candle, I shouldn't call it the candle, whatever you want to call it, the, 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 the flame that's in the oil. I will tilt tavla. If you just move the tray, two people lift the table together. From one place to another place, Shari That's permitted even if there's a candle, an oil candle. The It's not a psikresha. Once again, it's all if you move it very slowly and carefully, because if you shake it heavily, you're definitely going to cause a a movement in the flame, and that will cause kibbutz or havara. So that's all. The whole first half we're talking about. If you put it there. You, by mistake, meaning you left the child's by mistake. What happens if you put a candle on a Shabbos table? Your wife lights candles, right? Your mother lights candles. She puts it down on the Shabbos table and she lights there. 
basul l'naro. You're not allowed to shake it off. Shayuyatavlo he basis l'davar rasa. Because the tray is a bus love rasa. We have a rule in Uncle Shabbos. Now, really, this is not the simon for buses. We'll get the shintes. Right? They have a bus love rasa. You have a base. If an item was holding only something that's asr, the base becomes asr on Shabbos as well. Hagor, the Ramos says, You're allowed to touch the buses. You're allowed to touch the tray, but you can't move it. So too, the manure that's in shul, you're allowed to touch it while the candles are lit. As long as you don't shake it. Because it's a boss you're allowed to touch in Shabbos, you're just not allowed to move it. So Mishpruz of Kanye Tchaz explains, Midas, Simon Chintas, Yisparish, Yishmachloikis, Eimas, Nikr, Midas. Machloikis, what's called, you left... A davar aser on an item with knowledge to make the bottom a base. And the inon davka sheinicha dashi yisham kol shabbos. One sheet to hold. It's davka if you plan on leaving the davar aser there the entire shabbos. Ayafilu rak bechnisaser luchud, or even if you only had das, it should be there in the beginning of shabbos. And that's a machlokes. What's required for bosses? So now. These candles that were lit on the table. The standard was when the guy would come in the morning, the person shakes it, the cleaning lady, they would take the candles off the table. They already burnt out. So there was no dasam to really remain the entire Shabbos. So the Mekilim, according to the Mekilim, because the guy is going to take them off on Shabbos, the table's not really a boss. Let's say candle fell on a table or fell with the oil and there's no guy and, or, or cotton. Then you could shake it off. Why? The mockim say that if you can have a half sit from the table getting ruined from this, let's say oil dripping or whatever maybe. That in case where you're going to take a financial loss, something's going to get ruined, you can rely on the mekilim. That since the plan was to remove it for the guy to remove it Shabbos morning, that it's not considered a bosses. But what should you do if you put on the table before Ben Hashmoshes gam kikaros, also loaves of bread, ushayd varim shetzarich l'shabes, or anything else you need for Shabbos? Pshita deim chashuvin yoisim in aner. That's more chashuv than the candle. Da'inu min shall have us aner de lekas, right? V'nasa bosses l'gabayu. Now the table is a base, not only for the candles, but also for the chalas. And the other things that you put on, you put out the silverware, you set the table, right? Therefore what? We'll see later. That anytime you have something that's a a base for Dover Hatter and a Dover Asr, as long as the Dover Hatter is more Khashiv than Dover Asr, it's permitted to move it. It doesn't get a shame bosses. So today's day and age, if you put the candlesticks technically directly on your table, but you have the chalas and the table set, the table wouldn't be a bosses. What comes the problem? We all use challah tr- and uh, ne- trays for the candle trays. Now the trays are only holding the candlesticks, which is a basis to the um, to the candles. And therefore, I one time in Eretz saw somebody who had a beautiful silver holder, and they used to put a fresh apple on the 
on the chal- on the nearest tray, and therefore they're able to move the tray after the suda when they wanted to clean the table. But uh, I don't think that's the common mimic. So, but uh, after the candles are out, after the candles are out, yeah. Because if not, you're very careful not to. Technically, so if you move it slowly when the candles are lit, then no fire moves. Can be permitted, but uh, we're talking about the most people do it after the candles are out. What happens if you're going to shake it off on the side? It's going to cause something to get ruined. You shake it off here, or ruin something that's going to fall on, let's say, or anything like that. So you can move the table to somewhere else and let it fall off over there. If you need the space where the table is to place something else there, you can move the table. Even while the candles are lit, you're allowed to move the table even while the candles are lit. As long as the chalos are on the table, the, the table is not a bus over us. Same thing with the neighbor's tray. If you have a candle tray, if you have something on it that's a dover hatter. Another thing today that you can leave on that's a dover hatter, they make today, if you want, you want to leave an apple, they make today these fancy. Um, Silver uh, wood and silver things that have the hiratzayin and the brachis and the things like that. So you put something like that on also the chayra, yeah. it would be chashiv. Says chashiv is the candles. You have to remember the candlesticks are also all part of the bosses for the candle. That's the chayra more chashiv than the candle itself. Right, it's more expensive than the loaf of bread. That thing, the nice a nice hiratzayin thing, mm-hmm. right? So then you can, you can lift it as well. Says Anymore, the, t- the the table, the candles on it. One article says, now that they went out, why should you move it? Why should you be makel? Just shake them off there. As long as you could remove the candles in a way that it's not going to cause a hazard, nothing's going to get ruined. Better than lifting the whole table and moving the whole table. It's better to touch the in the basic nesses. When it's attached, I only clue if it's hanging loosely. I feel legal, so you can't even touch it. Shabekal, you not near it. It shakes. It will shake easily. I feel she kavu haneris came. Haneris, right? Even if the neris went out, but since it was a bustle of us, the neris. If you have a hang hang chandelier, you shouldn't shake it. We're talking about it's, it's attached. So when you touch it, you're not shaking anything. Okay, Mishem Right, when it goes out or something happens, you're going to take the candle off the tree, and now you mishtamish with mechubal kaka. 
you're going to be using the tree, and you can all use it on Shabbos. So on Shabbos, explains even after goes out. So we're not worried you can take it off the tree. So you're allowed to put it on hanging from a tree. Even to light on erev yom because since on yom you're allowed to take it. So word you That's what you're worried that a fire is going to catch onto the beam. So you're allowed to take the uh, flame cover and put the flame cover on top of the flame on Shabbos. But Mishabur will explain one second. Also, you're not only allowed to put, he says, one made of clay, not of metal. Because of the metal and it gets heated very well, the Isser of Mavir, Telda of Havar, of lighting fire, is also heating up metal to the point where it could bend and you could shape it. If you're worried, the only thing you have is a metal cover and you're worried there's going to be a Sakonis of Foshis and it catches on fire, so of course you can. Even though you're taking this cleat to cover it, to stop the beam from getting ruined. Now the beam is mukta, right? The beam is part of the house. Right? Even though you since you're using a kale that is a dava nito, which is permitted usage, even because you're trying to stop damage from a non-permitted usage, that's permitted. We'll see more about that in Simon Shif Chinyud. But you have to be careful. You're putting the cover on because something's catch on fire. But even if you don't want to see anymore, you want to go to sleep. Ah, he says, now comes the big warning. When you put a, a cover over the fire, we all know fire needs oxygen. So if you, there's a word for it, if you um, suffocate the fire, it's the exact same thing as kibui. Some says it's not even gram kibui. You're putting out the fire. Because just like it needs oil, it needs oxygen. So when you cover the fire with some type of covering, something, you have to make sure that you don't suffocate it. Make sure you leave air. Because if not, you'll be over the, this, putting out a fire on Shabbos. We'll stop over here.